We are glad you could join us today for the Concepts of Faith broadcast. This program is dedicated to teach you how to put the Word of God to work so that it will make a positive difference in the everyday circumstances of your life. And now, here's Charles Caps. Now, speaking what you believe is one of the fundamental principles that we need to get a hold of because God intends for us to get in agreement with His Word and say what He says about the situation. I've never understood people that thought they were going to get anything from God disagreeing with Him. Whatever God says, just get in line with it and say what God says. Say it until you go to believe in it. See, you may not necessarily believe it when you first say it, but if you keep saying what God said, faith cometh by hearing what God said. Can you see that? Now, what we need to realize when we're talking about speaking what you believe is that it works two ways. See, what you believe you speak because Jesus sent out of the abundance of the heart the mouth speaketh. So what's abundantly in your heart will always get in your mouth. Now, no matter how hard you try to hide it, it'll always end up in your mouth. So you can just be around people for a little while and you find out what they believe. Now, you can hear them praying and you may not know what they believe. But when you hear them speaking in everyday life, you can find out what they believe in. I've had people say to me, well, you know, I just believe I'm going to be so sick I can't go to church. And I looked when I got there and sure enough, they wasn't there. They believe for it. <laughs> Out of the bunch of heart, the mouth speaks. They had a man work for me one time. We were driving down through the field, and he was just making conversation, and and he came out with some big cuss word, and uh, and he put his hand over his mouth. He said, "Oh, excuse me." He said, "I don't talk that way." <laughs> well, now what he meant was that he didn't intend to talk that way before me, but you see, what was in his heart got in his mouth. And what you're believing is going to get in your mouth sooner or later. Now, there's two phases to this. You speak what you believe, and then what you believe, you speak. Or you could turn it around. What's in your heart will get in your mouth, and when you speak it, you'll believe it more profoundly. Because faith cometh by hearing. Now, Mark eleven twenty four. you see, after Jesus talks about the faith principle. Whosoever shall say to the mountain, be removed. Notice Jesus didn't say, whosoever shall say to the mountain, whoo, mountain, you're getting bigger. I'll never get over you. That the mountain will be removed for him. No, he said he'll have whatsoever he saith. So if you're saying the mountain's getting bigger, guess what? The mountain's going to get bigger. And you're a partner to it. Because you believe for it. You released your faith in it. You spoke it. And when you spoke it, you believed it. And if you didn't believe it when you spoke it, after you got through speaking it for weeks and months, you began to believe it. Now, this is how that people prophesy their own doom. Do you notice in the book of Proverbs that it says a slothful man says there's a lion in the street. I shall be eaten. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I mean, the slothful man prophesies his own doom. And if you're not careful, you get conned into that by the devil. By saying things that the world seems to, you know, the world's in a negative stream. And if you're not careful, you'd be swept down that river to a primrose path of destruction. But speaking the word of God causes faith to come. Now that's the basic thing. Now Mark eleven twenty four then says, Therefore, 
Now, when you find the word therefore, we'll stop and find out what it's there for. It connects this verse with the preceding verse, which said, He'll have whatsoever he saith, if he believe and doubt not in his heart and believe what he says, will come to pass. Therefore, because of that faith principle, then whatsoever things you desire when you pray, when? When you pray, believe. Believe what? Believe you receive them. Them what? Them things you prayed. <laughs> I realize that's not good English, but it'll help you if you'll use them. You know, you can't say some things and get the point over unless you just scramble the English a little bit sometimes. At least I can't. I have this trouble with people trying to edit my books, you know. They want to take it and make it sound grammatically correct, you know. And when they do, they lose the whole point. <laughs> so, whatsoever things you desire when you pray, believe. What are you going to believe? Believe you receive what you prayed. Now, if you prayed the problem and you believe you receive it, guess what? You're going to receive the problem. Now, that's why it's important that you learn not to ever pray your problems. It's all right to talk your problems over with Jesus. He already knows, the Father already knows what you have need of before you ask Him. But don't pray the problem. You know, a person that goes to God and prays, Lord, you know the money's not coming in. We can't pay the rent and John can't get a job. What's happening? He's praying the problem and faith cometh by what? Hearing. What's he just heard? He just heard that the money's not coming in and that John can't get a job. And guess what? He's going to have faith in lack. And it came by his praying. Now that's why it's important that you speak what you believe and believe what you speak. Now that's why it is so necessary that you put a bridle on your tongue, as James says. If any man seemeth to be religious and bridleth not his tongue... He deceiveth his own heart. He said, if you can bridle your tongue, if you can control your tongue, you can control your whole body. You can control your desires if you control your tongue. You can control your appetite if you control your tongue. You can control a lot of symptoms and diseases if you control your tongue. The Bible says that it defileth the whole body and setteth on fire the course of nature. The tongue. Why? Because there's power in words. Jesus said it this way. He said, the words I speak unto you, they're spirit, they're life. Well, what do you think your words are? If you're speaking the words of Jesus, wouldn't they be spirit and life? But what if you're speaking the words of the devil? They're spirit and death. They're the spirit of death. Tickle me to death. Laugh till I thought I'd die. Dying to go. Gonna die if I don't. You probably will. <laughs> Somebody said to me one time, they said, oh, I'm just dying to go to Israel. I thought, you know, the way they're shooting over there, I wouldn't be saying that and going if I were you. <laughs> well, we better get off of that. I better get back to the subject here. Speak what you believe and believe what you speak. Now, let me show you in the Old Testament, God intended for people to do this. He said to Joshua in Joshua 1.8, don't let this book of the law depart out of your mouth. In other words, what God said, say it. What I said in the Word, say it. Now see, God knew that faith cometh by hearing. You didn't think that God just found out that faith cometh by hearing when Paul wrote that in Romans 10, did you? God knew that all the time. But for some reason, it was not taught in the Old Testament. Very little was taught about faith or how to obtain faith. 
under the old covenant. But yet, those people had faith because they just simply believed what God said. And he taught Joshua how to enter into faith, see, without explaining it or going into great detail. He said, don't let the word of God depart out of your mouth. But meditate therein day and night, observe to do all that's written therein. Then thou shalt make thy way prosperous. Then thou shalt have good success. Who was responsible for Joshua being prosperous and having good success? See, most of the time, we like for God to be responsible for that. Lord, just whatever you will to happen in my life, I'm just willing. Here I am. Just bless me. Now, let me ask you, what would happen? Is any farmers in here? Yeah, there's one back there. A few around. There's one. What would happen to your farm if you said, well, I'm just leaving it all up to God this year. Whatever he wants to raise on my farm, that's what I'm going to have. You're going to have trouble, man. Johnson grass, weeds, cuckaburrs, <laughs> and then just ball and squall when the fall harvest came. So I don't understand it. I turned my farm over to God, and this must be God's will. No, it wasn't God's will. The earth is under a curse. You turned it over to the curse. You didn't turn it over to God. It wasn't God's responsibility. And I'll tell you what. The same thing happens when you say, well, I'm just going to leave it all up to God. If it's God's will for me to prosper, then I'll prosper. You headed for cuckaburrs and Johnson grass, I can tell you for sure. You're headed for lack because there's a curse on this earth. And if you don't activate the blessing of God, the curse is coming. Now, I want to just let that hang there a little bit because you need to understand that there is something that we need to do. So God told Joshua, don't let the book of the law depart out of your mouth. Now, he told Israel in Deuteronomy, the 28th chapter. He said, take the word of God. Take heed to what I say. And he said, all of these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you. But first, they've got to take heed. They've got to hearken diligently unto the voice of the Lord thy God. And of course, when they did that, as long as they did that, they prospered. But when they began to do otherwise, they didn't, you see. Because the curses came. Now Joshua, you see, God told Joshua how to prosper. And you know, Joshua is remembered primarily, I suppose, for two or three things. And that is that he made the sun stand still. No man had ever done that. And he fought the battle of Jericho, you know. You know, it reminds me one time of the story I heard about the guy named Joshua they brought up in court. And the judge looked down and saw his name was Joshua. He said, are you the Joshua that made the sun stand still? He said, no, sir, I'm the Joshua that made the moon shine still. <laughs> <laughs> but you see, Joshua was remembered for three things. And that was making the sun stand still, fighting the battle of Jericho, and entering into the promised land. Well, he didn't do it by just sitting around and saying whatever God wills. He did what God told him to do. Now, before I leave the broadcast, I want to remind you that all this week we have book and CD offer number 7505. It's a 49-page paperback entitled Faith That Will Not Change, plus a single CD entitled What About Job? Book and CD for $15 plus $4 postage and handling. Total of $19. Now, in this book, we talk about why bad things sometimes happen to good people. 
You know, there's people that say, well, why did this happen? They were such good Christians. Well, bad things do happen to good people at times, but don't blame God for it. The thief cometh not but for to steal, to kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I am come, and he was the word of God. I am come. God's word has come that we might have life and have it more abundantly. Sometimes we don't listen to our spirits. We don't listen to the Holy Spirit that tries to lead us in a direction to keep us out of harm's way. We talk about roadblocks that hinder your faith, how sometimes faith is hindered because of a lack of knowledge and because of other things that we deal with in this book. Lies the enemy uses to neutralize your faith. The enemy will tell you, well, it's not God's will for you to have this. It's not God's will for that or whatever. And if that doesn't work, he'll tell you God's mad at you. And then the truth about Job. In this book, we also have some things about Job, and especially on the CD. Then how to put your faith in action to produce results in your life. And a lot of other things we deal with in this book. Uh, this book will help you, and also, what about Job? We deal with the fact that God blessed Job, and God allowed the testing of Job because he got over into fear, and fear broke the heads down. That's offer number 7505, book and CD for $15 plus $4 postage and handling, total of $19. We have a toll-free order line, 1-877-396-9400, 1-877-396-9400. Until tomorrow, this is Charles Capps reminding you, the enemy is defeated, God is exalted, and yes, Jesus is coming soon. To order the product offered today, call 1-877-396-9400 or write Charles Caps, P.O. Box 69, England, Arkansas, 72046. A complete list of CDs, books, and DVDs are available online at charlescaps.com. Through the website, you can listen to this radio program again and subscribe to our podcast. This broadcast is sponsored by Charles Capps Ministries and our listeners in this area.